Hi friends, I'm Gwen. And I'm Jacqueline. Welcome to Talk Bookish to Me. The podcast where friends get together and talk about books. Today, we're back to share even more new releases we're both looking forward to. In January, we shared our early 2021 releases we were excited about, and we promised to come back after more books were announced and share even more books we're looking forward to. If you listen and enjoy our podcast, consider subscribing, sharing, and leaving us a review. As our podcast grows, we'll be able to produce even better content for you to enjoy. In today's episode, we'll be taking you through the books on our radar from May through August. The books we mentioned will be linked in the notes of the show. Jacqueline, always make sure that they're there for you guys. So check the links and it will be there. So if we talk too fast or if you're listening to this episode on the go, you can always go back and see which books we mentioned. Jacqueline, why don't you start us off with your most anticipated May releases? Okay, so let me start off. Um, I as of us filming these are the dates that they had said that they were going to be publishing um but you know with everything I know that those can change with corona they've changed so much so don't hold us to that but we are trying to inform you when when these books come out (laughs) so we're in May May 4th um we have six weeks to live by Catherine McKenzie now Catherine McKenzie I actually haven't read a book by her yet I have one that everyone says I'm really going to like um And so that's why I have this on my list because I do want to try her out, get more into it. This is a gripping psychological suspense novel about a woman diagnosed with cancer who sets out to discover if someone poisoned her before her time is up. Ooh, yeah. poison. <laughs> yeah. Then on May 18th, there's the first day of spring by Nancy Tucker. Chrissy is eight and she has a secret. She has just killed a boy. Yes. This one, yeah, there's plenty more synopsis of that, obviously. But this one, actually, someone I think on the live show told us about. They were like, oh, we're really excited for this. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, okay. So um, just just from that, like, first, you know, sentence makes me intrigued for that one. Yeah, that one's on my radar, too. Yeah. Then on the 25th, there's Cheat Day by Liv Stratman. And this one sound I don't know if I'm gonna like this but it sounded like me kind of I don't know it's weird (laughs) yeah so it said Kit and David were college sweethearts now married and 12 years older they live in Kit's childhood home in Bay Ridge Brooklyn while David has a successful career jutting off on work trips to exotic destinations Kit is stuck in a loop she keeps quitting her job managing her sister's bakery to seek a more ambitious profession but fear of failure always brings her right back to sweet cheeks now there she goes into doing this like intense 75 day cleanse and 75 like, day cleanse yeah, yeah so she's embarking on this new chapter of clean eating and self-control which is why that sounds like me because like i literally You're do those all the time <laughs> yeah so anyway she's hungry but she soon falls into a flirtation with a carpenter and it says that like they fall into a passionate affair and you know how much i love like infidelity and stuff like that <laughs> so she just has like she has this guilt of betrayal guilt of like you know not being able to stick to this diet and like she just goes to all these extremes and so I I kind of am like that where like I go to like you know I'm gonna do this like I'm an extremist (laughs) like something like that so I was like oh I've never read a book that kind of was like different like this so I'm gonna try it out you know oh that is interesting yeah so uh, also on the fourth there is just last night by 
oh my gosh, I don't know how to say this correctly because it's not, it's not Mahari. It's said something like with a V, I think. I should have looked this up. I'm sorry, but it's M-H-A-I-R-I McFarlane. And I've read a book by this author before and I really liked her other book because she writes books about people in their 30s and I really like that. So this is Eve, Justin, Susie, and Ed who have been close friends since they were teenagers. They're all in their 30s now and they do like Thursday night bar trivia and stuff like that. So Eve is still secretly in love with Ed. Um, but it says, but in an instant, their lives are changed forever. Um, in the aftermath, Eve's world is upended as stunning secrets are revealed. Um, there's a lot of different stuff like that. But I was just really intrigued with like people reading about people in their 30s. Cause like, obviously I'm going to be 30 soon. And I like the maturity of those types yes. of novels. So yes. I don't know if like the, this is going to be like, oh, the best novel of all time. But Wow. All I'm saying is to. this was not on my radar, but it is now because it sounds really good. This is yeah. the problem with doing these episodes, guys. I know. Is you don't have bunch. a book on your radar and then someone <laughs> mentions it and you're like, add it to the TBR. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Now you're going to be so shocked about this next one, okay? I okay. can't believe I added this. So on May 11th, Mary Jane by Jessica Anya Blau, I think is how you say her last name. Okay, now this is a young adult historical fiction novel. Who am I? Who what am I? What is happening? Yeah, so it says, Almost Famous meets Daisy Jones and the Six in this funny, wise, and tender novel about a 14-year-old girl coming of age in 1970s Baltimore, caught between her straight-laced family and the progressive family she nannies for, who happen to be secretly hiding a famous rock star and his movie star wife for the summer. Okay, first of all, this is immediately going on my TBR. Almost yeah. Famous is one of my all-time favorite movies. Daisy Jones and the Six, obviously one of my all-time favorite books. Yeah. 1970s. I love the 60s and 70s. Yeah, And me too. my parents were basically born and raised in Baltimore. So, That's so cool. <laughs> so I That's really cool. need to read this book. Oh yeah. my god! I haven't seen Almost Famous, and I just oh. really like Daisy Jones, but the 1970s, the nanny, the, the rock star, and with it being like young adult, I was like, I should try this out. Like, I've never read a historical fiction young adult yeah. type like that, so I was like, I'm this sounds good, actually. That sounds you know? really good. Let yeah. me and the cover. This. Oh my gosh, you should see the cover. Oh my it's gosh, I'm so excited. Beautiful. It's so I'm gonna beautiful. look it up after this. It's so like old timey, a little <gasps> bit vintage. <gasps> yeah. Okay, and then is this my okay? This is my last one for May, and <laughs> I should have done this one first. May first <laughs> is the next wife by Kara Ruda. It says there's no limit to the lies, suspicion, and secrets that can poison the perfect marriage because Ooh. you know I love that. This is that she's in a happy marriage with her husband and a daughter, picture perfect family, until John left for another woman. So her husband's leaving her for another woman who's half her age or oh half his age. I don't know how old they all are. <laughs> yeah. So love, you know, the infidelity thing. I was like, that sounds wow. like a thriller I would probably like. So that's on my list. Oh my goodness. So I'm going to be sharing a mix of books that I need to have in my life right this minute and some others that I'm still super excited about, but they won't necessarily be like pre-ordered, mm -hmm. but they sound amazing. Yeah. And I think you need to have them on your radar. So listen up. Okay. On the fourth, The Ones Were Meant to Find by Joan He. It is a YA novel about C who wakes up on an abandoned island mm. and she has no idea how she was marooned. She only has a rickety house, an old android, and a single memory. She has a sister and she needs to find her. Whoa, that sounds good. 
Yeah. Okay. The next one I already have a copy of, thanks Ooh. to Book of the Month. People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. I got this early from Book of the Month. So excited. Um, we're actually recording this. It's April, so that's why it's <laughs> early. Um, so this is about best friends Poppy and Alex. They have nothing in common, yet their bond is unshakable. And yeah, it's it's a romance. So um, Switch by A.S. King comes out on the 11th. And I don't, I've never read anything by A.S. King, but I'm always intrigued yeah. by the synopsis of their books. Mm-hmm. And this one sounds good. It sounds like a uh, kind of sci-fi there's like a fold in time and space where real time has stopped and humanity continues to make artificial time based on a website clock so we'll see what that's all about um next up on the 11th as well i have quite a few on the 11th a special place for women by laura hankin it's a club like no other the only most important women receive an invitation but one daring young reporter is about to infiltrate this female-run secret society so rich woman vibes secret society (laughs) sign me up also on the 11th that summer by jennifer weiner releases and i've never read a book by this author But the synopsis always pulls me in. This is a twisty novel of intrigue, secrets, female friendships, and it's set on beautiful Cape Cod. On the 18th, The Hunting Wives by May Cobb releases. This is another one that I have already received early from Book of the Month, and I've already read it. So if you like rich housewives being naughty, you're going to love that one. (laughs) It's true. They're naughty housewives. (laughs) On the 18th, Local Woman Missing by Mary Kubeka? Kubica. Kubica. Um, a bunch of people go missing, and then 11 years later, one of the missing girls returns, and everyone wants to know what happened to her, but no one is prepared for what they'll find. Mm. One, now here's one that's on my pre order list The Soulmate Equation by Christina Lauren. Christina Lauren is one of my all time favorite authors, and this is her newest release. This is supposed to be a little bit different, it's not like as romance heavy, it's more about. Um, kind of like a mother and her daughter, but she, but the mother does get matched with this um, scientist that basically has figured out how to match pay, match people. I, I am like interested in that, but I'm also like afraid because I haven't really loved a lot of Christina Lauren's books. So I am just like kind of waiting to see like what happens when it comes yeah, out. Yeah, I did a whole ranking video for Christina Lauren books and I have some that I stand forever And then there's some that I'm like, can I just like erase this off of my, you know, can I pretend like I never read this? And the 25th, The Gunkle by Stephen Rowley releases. And this is gay Uncle Patrick. He's always loved his niece and his nephew. And he loves spending time with them when they come out to Palm Springs for long weekends or when he heads home to Connecticut for the holidays. But in terms of caretaking and relating to two children, no matter how adorable, Patrick is honestly a bit of... A bit out of his league but then tragedy strikes and they the his niece and nephew lose their mother and Patrick ends up having to take care of them he takes mm-hmm. on that role of primary guardian okay so for June there are definitely like some popular releases coming out but I'll like Gwen talk about those because they're like both of us are really excited for them mm-hmm. um but the ones that we that are like ones that I am definitely excited for are on June 1st The Secrets of Us by Lucinda Berry and Lucinda Berry is the author that wrote The Perfect Child which I read and really liked. Is this liked. the follow-up? No. Oh, okay. But I also have like some of her other books that I need to get to as well so I think maybe I'll do like a Lucinda Berry like 
Mm-hmm. Know, reading vlog or something like that. This is foster sisters Crystal and Nicole have always been there for each other. So when Nicole is committed to a psychi- psychiatric hospital after trying to kill her husband, Crystal drops everything to defend her. Interesting. Yeah. Supposedly she's like thinks her husband is like an apo- imposter or something like that. So that sounds good. Then on the 8th, we have The Last Goodbye by Fiona Lucas. And, oh, my gosh, this sounds like I'm going to cry while reading this one. Aww. It says, how can you move on if you can't let go? Spencer was the love of Anna's life. Her husband, her best friend, her rock, she thought their love would last forever. But three years ago, Spencer was tragically killed in an accident. I'm getting goosebumps. Anna's <laughs> world was shattered. How can she ever move on when she's lost her soulmate? And then um, on New Year's Eve, I guess, Spencer's old phone number, like – somebody answers it or something because she like calls it to listen to the voicemail on it and so i think she's gonna like kind of meet somebody else but it's like they transferred the phone number or something yeah yeah and so i think it's gonna be i mean maybe there is a happy ending but i really love like the tragic loss you know idea in it so i'm hoping that it's not just like oh insta lovey i'm hoping it's like you know her grieving and getting over that so yeah so maybe like the float paint plan yeah that's what it reminds me of it's that grieving period but also hopefully you know Mm -hmm. happily ever after at the end yeah then on the 22nd of june hostage by claire mcintosh comes out now i'm gonna be honest and like claire mcintosh i've tried to read some of her other books and it was really hard for me to get into the writing style but this one just sounds like right up my alley it says you can save hundreds of lives or the, the one that matters most a claustrophobic thriller Set over 20 hours on one airplane flight Mm. with the heart-stopping tension of the last flight, which I haven't read that, and the wrenching emotional intensity of Room, which I do really like. Hostage takes us on board this nonstop flight from London to Sydney, and there's like probably lots of crazy things happening. Oh my goodness. Yes, cannot wait for that one. And then on the 1st of June, I don't know why I always do these backwards. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. The Other Black Girl by Zakia delilah harris it says get out which is one of my favorite movies of all time meets the stepford wives in this electric debut about the tension that unfurls when two young black women meet against the starkly white backdrop of new york city book publishing and i actually looked it up it's a thriller horror book oh my goodness that's crazy yeah it sounds so good and i love read like i watched this show called younger and it's like all set with book publishing and stuff Mm -hmm. in new york city and i'm obsessed it's one of my favorite shows ever so i was like ooh, i think i might actually like maybe this theme within a book you know what i mean interesting and i mean get out that's like one of my favorite (laughs) horror movies of all time so like if this book is gonna be like it i'm just so excited for it (laughs) All right, coming out on June 1st, which Jacqueline just told me this book got moved again. (laughs) So on June 1st, one we're both looking forward to, Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I love everything written by Taylor Jenkins Reid. This one is set um, in the 1980s, and it chronicles an end of summer bash thrown by the wealthy Riva family and the ways in which it changes the course of each of the four River siblings' lives. Also on the first, another anticipated release, The Maidens by Alex Michaelides, which is a dark academia Greek mythology murder and obsession thriller mm-hmm. and i'm excited for both of those i cannot wait for both those yeah they're gonna I hope they're both good yeah i mean i'm a little two... worried the synopsis of malibu rising kind of sounds like immortalist and i'm like kind of scared 
Don't say that. I'm sorry. sorry. I I have high hopes because even if I don't like the story, yeah, I think that I'm gonna love the writing because I have literally loved her writing style. So good, and and she has written historical fiction before. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna hold out in the cover. Oh, gorgeous! Like frame it on a wall. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna hold out hope. And then, like I said, The Maidens. I'm also looking forward to The Road Trip by Beth O'Leary. This is two exes reach a new level of awkward when they're fo- forced to take a road trip together. I love road trip stories. So that one for sure. We know. Now, here, <laughs> here's a memoir. It's oh. called Somebody's Daughter by Ashley C. Ford. And it is the story of a childhood defined by the ever-looming absence of her incarcerated father and the path we must take to both honor and overcome our origins. Mm, so nice. it's about a girl growing up in a poor, like poor black girl, exploring how isolating and complex such a childhood could be. And she battles her body and her environment. And it's like a coming of age. And mm-hmm. yeah, it just sounds like really powerful. So nice. I think that would be a good one. Another YA book I put on my list um, that comes out on the first is The Chosen and the Beautiful I'm not going to try to say the author's name, N-G-H-I, and then Vo, I think is the last name. The cover is stunning. It's a great Gatsby overdue makeover, um, but it's told from the perspective of an Asian queer woman um, that's adopted. And I heard that I have listened to a review of someone that has read an early copy, and they said that it did it justice. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. But it's kind of magical as well, so... Mm -hmm. And then A Dark and Secret Place by Jen Williams comes out on the 8th. And this is for fans of Rachel Kane. That's why I was like, okay, this is on my list. Yeah. So Heather returns home after her mother dies by suicide. Surrounded by grief and confusion, she begins digging in her mother's past and discovers that she's been secretly corresponding with a serial killer. So I was like, okay. That sounds good. Yeah. And of course, this list is not complete. Yes. With with Hairpin Bridge by Taylor Adams that comes out on June 15th. If you don't know, hi, my name is Gwen, and my favorite book of all time is No Exit by Taylor Adams. (laughs) So, um, So in this one, three months ago, Lena's estranged twin sister drove to a remote bridge 60 miles outside of this town in Montana, and she jumped 200 feet to her death. And that's what the police have oh as gosh. the official record of, like, what happened. That sounds so good. So it's so all going to be about her, like, exploring, like, is this what really happened? Mm-hmm. And stuff. I, like, I, that's all I literally want to know. Yeah. Like, I don't want to know anything else. I'm yeah. like, please don't spoil me. <laughs> I heard the other day, I was listening to a BookTube live show or something, and someone said that they were watching another person's vlog that read this, like, as an arc, and they spoiled it. Oh, <gasps> I clicked oh, no. out of that video because I did not want them to say anything. I was like, click out, click out. Oh, but yeah, no. they said they spoiled it. I was like, how can you do that? Oh, no. That's terrible. And I'm over here like the least amount of information possible. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> All right. The next one on the 15th is Indestructible Object by Mary McCoy. And this is a YA story as well. And the reason why I put this on my radar is... It's about a podcast called Artists in Love, and it's about a girl that co-hosts with her boyfriend, Vincent, until he breaks up with her on uh, the air right after graduation. On the air? How terrible. I know. 
I know. And so searching for a new purpose, she recruits her old friend Max and her new friend Rizza to produce a podcast called Objects of Destruction, where they investigate whether love actually exists at all. So anything with podcasts, I'm all about it. So yeah, yeah, that's why it's on my list. And then finally, on the 21st, That Weekend by Kara Thomas. It's a YA mystery thriller. And... After reading A Good Girl's Guide, I'm like, maybe there's hope that I'll still like some YA mystery thrillers. This one is about three best friends, a lake house, a secret trip, what could possibly go wrong. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I hope it's good. And now we should move into July releases. Alrighty. I do have a lot, but there are five that I'm not going to talk about because Gwen's going to talk about. Um, But I'm going to start with, um, this one is coming out on the 13th. It's called Love People Use Things. (laughs) by joshua yeah by joshua fields milburn so it says in love people use things joshua and ryan move past simple decluttering to show how minimalism makes room to reevaluate. Okay. I and, thought this was like yeah. a fiction. <laughs> it's a nonfiction, guys. Yeah. And heal the seven essential relationships in our lives. Stuff, truth, self, money, values, creativity, and people. So they're using their own experiences. And they're kind of like showing you how to, if you get rid of more things, you have like more time to do mm-hmm. other things that you really want to do. So I am a minimalist and I love self-help books. So of course, I'm going to read it. Then this next one is I am so excited for. This one comes out on the 20th. It's called When Thoughts and Prayers Aren't Enough, A Shooting Survivor's Journey into the Realities of Gun Violence by Taylor S. Schumann. It says Taylor Schumann never thought she'd be a victim of gun violence, but one spring day, a man with a shotgun walked into her workplace and opened fire on her. While she survived, she was left with permanent wounds, both visible and invisible. Taylor Um. invites us to see what it means to be a survivor after the news you know vehicles drive away the media moves on healing is slow and complicated as she suffered through surgeries grueling rehab and counseling to repair the physical injuries and emotional trauma she came face to face with the deep and lasting impact of gun violence and it says that she experienced this like painful truth of christians have largely been absent from this issue and i'm very curious to see like what she's gonna say along that aspect like i love reading things with everybody's different perspectives I think that that's Mm -hmm. very important so I really am interested to see like what she's going to say and like you know how do I feel about the situation Mm -hmm. I love stuff like that so I'm very because it's you know it's a memoir and Mm -hmm. you know I can't even imagine what it's like to be her and it Mm -hmm. is true you know for everyone else life goes on yeah then on the 27th there is sherry lapina's new book not a happy family and sherry lapina is like hit or miss for me so i am gonna read this because i have to (laughs) i want to try it you know (laughs) so it says that in this family everyone is keeping secrets even the dead that's all i'm gonna say for that one yeah good then um i think you're actually talking about this one um on the 13th go ahead no, that's fine. Uh, a Touch of Jen by Beth Morgan. Now, this is actually something that I'm not sure if I'm going to like. That's how I'm feeling about it. I mean, it sounds yeah. interesting, but I don't know. It does. Yeah. Now, this is a debut novel. It says about a love triangle so toxic, and you know how I love those, <laughs> that it breaks the order of the universe and unleashes a literal monster. So, like, mm-hmm. I think that this, like, 
lady is like gonna like go crazy because of like the love triangle. I don't know. I really don't know. Who it's knows? Like, but it's like it's part comedy, part yeah. psych- psychedelic horror, mm-hmm. and it's all entertaining. I'm just like, what is this novel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the last one that I have, not including obviously the ones that Gwen's going to talk about, this one comes out on the 20th. And okay, again. I don't know what I'm getting myself into this with this one. Gwen, you're going to be like, what is going on? Okay. This is called Night Birth by Rachel Yoder. And it says, this is a debut where an artist turned stay-at-home mom becomes convinced she's turning into a dog. What? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. And she says, she says, an ambitious mother puts her art career on hold to stay at home with her newborn son, but the experience does not match her imagination. Two years later, she stepped Have into the bathroom. Have we heard someone talk about this? I don't know. I feel like. But she literally, like, discovers, like, a dense patch of hair on the back of her neck and her husband who travels for work five days a week dismisses her fears but i'm like what is happening in this book what is happening oh my gosh you have to tell me about that one that one sounds crazy i cannot watch me like i'm gonna read it i'm gonna be like trash (laughs) oh my goodness that is hilarious yeah okay Moving on to my July releases. Oh, this first one, guys. I am literally over the moon. Mm -hmm. Survive the Night by Riley Sager comes out on July 6th. If it doesn't get moved again. It better not get moved. It's November 1991. And all I know about this one is it has a movie-obsessed college student that is in a car with a man who might be a serial killer. Mm, Sounds so good. Boom. That's all I need to know. I love serial killers. (laughs) So yeah, that one is, again, like the Taylor Jenkins read, like it's literally top of the top. I have to have it. Mm -hmm. Also on the 6th, The Stranger in the Mirror by Liv Constantine. I read one other book by this author, so I'm kind of seeing if, you know, giving them another shot to see if I like this one as well, so I can, they can become an autobi author. Um, It's after an accident. She doesn't remember. Um, Her memory hasn't returned, so it's like an amnesia story, so okay, I'll go for it. I also have It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey, and this is in inspired rom-com about a Hollywood it girl who's cut off from her wealthy family and she's exiled to a small Pacific Northwest beach town. Love beach towns. You know, love a good rom-com. Also on the 13th, the final girl support group by Grady Hendrix. And this is going to be our October 25th book discussion. It is a homage to slasher films. It follows six girls who belong to a survivor support group that's been meeting for nearly two decades. Um, the girls managed to survive the unthinkable, and now someone is coming for them. I'm really so. excited for that one, actually. I'm really excited. And what I like about it is that it is coming out in summer, so mm-hmm. maybe you know people have plenty of time to read it before our discussion. Yeah. But I'm glad I'm saving it for October because yeah. I'm hoping it's good. Yeah. I really, because I read... Um, the Southern, what is Bob that one called? Guy this, in the yeah, I read that last summer, and it was just really, really good. So, um, I'm this will be my second book by this author. Now, here's one 
that sounded interesting. It's not like, I don't know, but it sounds interesting. It's on the 13th as well. We Were Never Here by Andrea Bartz. An annual backpacking trip has deadly consequences. Mm. So Emily is having the time of her life. She's in the mountains of Chile with her best friend on their annual reunion trip. The women are feeling closer than ever. But on the last night of their trip, Emily enters their hotel suite to find blood and broken glass on the floor. And so Kristen says the cute backpacker that she'd been flirting with attacked her and she had no choice to kill him in self-defense. What? Oh my gosh. So who knows what's going on with that one. (laughs) And then also on the 13th of July, The Therapist by B.A. Paris, who I have a love-hate relationship with. (laughs) So I'm hesitant to put this on this list because of the disaster of the dilemma. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm going to feel it out. And to be completely honest, I've really only loved one book by B.A. Paris, Behind Closed Doors by B.A. Paris. If you haven't read it, pick it up. But the other ones were just kind of like, eh, okay, they were like three stars. You know, like Mm -hmm. they didn't suck, but they weren't great. They were kind of like, eh. But the dilemma was horrible. So I really did not like the dilemma. But the therapist turns a couple's dream home into a nightmare as they discover something terrible happened to the people who lived there before them. So we shall see. It's not going to be a pre-order. I'm going to let other people read it, some friends that I trust their opinions, and see what they say. I am highly anticipating Isn't It Bromantic by Lissa K. Adams on the 20th. Ah, this is the Russian story. His name is Vlad. He's one of the Bromance Book Club members. And I'm just really excited to get his perspective because he's kind of in the first book. I don't even I don't even remember him in the first book. But in the second book, he was like in there a little bit more. And then in the third book, he was in there a little bit more. And then like something happened. In the first book, he the just end always the... had to run to the bathroom. He still does in the other books. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, and it's kind of like a funny thing, but like something happened at the end of the third book that just has you like, oh my gosh, tell me more. So I'm really, really excited. Okay. okay. And then I have a touch of gin, like you said. And then on the 27th, For Your Own Good by Samantha Downing. Mm-hmm. This cover. Can't wait. Not a fan. Not oh, really? A fan. I like I think it. the cover is so. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. I like the cover. You know what? I think. It's the like navyish blue. Covers, I like it. I don't like any of her covers, mm. to be honest. I didn't like the he started it one. That one's ugly. I didn't either. Like I thought I liked it, but then I really didn't. Mm-hmm. And then even my lovely wife, it was just too. Mm, yeah. I don't. Mm, not a cover fan, but story fan. Yes, and that's what <laughs> we're here for. So this is a sneaky thriller set up at a prestigious private school. Um, that has interfering parents, overeager students, and one teacher who just wants to teach them all a lesson. Mm. I'm like, yes, it sounds like um, <laughs> they never learned the book that I just read. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, nice. yeah, yeah. So, I'm really looking forward to that one, and I'll pick it up regardless of the cover. Gosh. All right. So, now moving into August. This is going to be the last month that we cover on this, but we do have some good ones. Okay. So, for August, on August 10th, The Perfect Family by Robin Harding comes out. I do actually like some of Robin Harding's books, and I don't like some of the others, so I'm curious (laughs) to see. This one is about Thomas and Viv. They're the envy of their neighbors. They're attractive, successful, with well-mannered children and a beautifully restored home. Sounds like me. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Until one morning when they wake up to find their porch has been pelted with eggs. Mm. It's a prank, Thomas insists. 
But, of course, you never know if it actually is a prank and, like, what's going on and the police have to get involved and all that kind of stuff. So we'll see what happens. Lots of pranks happening. Yes. Um, I am interested in a book called Dark Roads by Chevy Stevens, but I'll let Gwen talk about that one. Um, Then next up, we have The Guilt Trip by Sandy Jones, which I think I forgot to look up when it comes out, what day exactly. But I actually am a really huge fan of Sandy Jones and the cover of this book looks beautiful. It looks like Every Value Break or The Guest List, like, you know, that like on the cliff, like, oh, I love it. So this is Six Friends. Three couples, one fatal misunderstanding, and they arrive at this gorgeous villa on a cliff edge, overlooking towering waves. Like, I don't know, that just sounds like really good. And I've liked both of those books that kind of had that Mm -hmm. vibe. So, yeah, I... I'm excited about that. Then there's a memoir. It's called The Big Hurt. This one comes out on the 10th. And this is a memoir of growing up in a fractured literary family being seduced by a teacher, kicked out of boarding school, and then doing it all over again in middle age. So Interesting. I'm, yeah, I'm really excited about this. Um, it only – I was looking on Goodreads, and it only has one review, and it's oh. a two-star review. So we'll have to see. I mean, maybe not a lot of people like know about it because I was very surprised that there's only one review out on it. Um, But we'll have to see. I don't know. Maybe it was someone she knew personally and they were like, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Then um, on the third, The Perfect Father by Charlotte Duckworth. It says the perfect husband. After a difficult pregnancy, Esther is grateful that her forward-thinking husband, Robin, offers to put his career on hold so that she can return to the job she loves. Robin flourishes in his new role of stay-at-home parent, but Esther finds leaving her daughter behind to go to work more challenging than she'd thought, and soon the imbalance of their relationship brings old tensions to the surface. Mm -hmm. Then one day, Esther arrives home from work to find her husband Robin, and then her baby Riley are missing, and the police are going to investigate, and it's like, well, so is it, was he really the perfect father? Oh, no. That is crazy. Yep, we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right, so on August 3rd, If the Shoe Fits by Julie Murphy releases, and this is her first adult novel, mm-hmm. and it has plus-size representation. Not a fan of the cover, but plus-size representation, so I'll take it. Um, this is a body-positive Cinderella retelling for adults. So Interesting, because I thought, I looked that up, and I thought it said it, it was pretty much like uh, one to watch. Oh, it said, no, it is, because watch. It says Cindy agrees to fill a vacant spot on her stepmother's famous dating show. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Okay, and here's the one that Jacqueline was talking about, Dark Road by Chevy Stevens. We've never read anything by this author before, but we get recommended their books all of the time. So mm-hmm. this is an author that's been recommended to me, to her, and to our friend Jesse a bunch. Um, and I was looking up all of the books by this author to see which one spoke to me that I wanted to try the um first and I was like oh they have a new book coming out in August and this one again called Dark Roads and it says people have been warned about the Cold Creek Highway hitchhikers have vanished along it over the years and women have been known to have their cars break down and never be seen again so when Haley McBride decides to run away from her living situation she thinks that her outdoor skills will help her disappear into the cold creek wilderness and she counts on people thinking that she's the victim of the killer that's crazy it's like the opposite of what you think yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) 
So and I'm going to take a chance on Stephanie Perkins with her YA horror again. Mm-hmm. Um, I read her other one that she released. I forget the name Someone's of it right now. Someone's inside the house. Yes. Um, but this premise, again, sounds too good to ignore. It's called The Woods Are Always Watching. And it's two girls head into the woods on a backpacking trip. Things quickly go wrong when they cross paths with a serial killer. Ooh. <laughs> so once again, I'm like, serial killer, I have yeah. to know. <laughs> so it is YA horror, so it's not going to go there, go there. But I'm a scaredy cat anyway sometimes, so mm-hmm. this might be good. <laughs> um, another YA book, this is a debut, The Dead and the Gold by Courtney Gold. This was put on my list because... Um, the cover looked really interesting, and it talks about um, things that, like, lurk in the dark that can't remain hidden and finding homes and places and people you didn't expect. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Um, also on the 3rd of August, All's Well by Mona Awad. I've read one book by this author. I have one book kind of on my not-owned TBR, but kind of, like, on my radar that I want to read by them, and this is their newest release. It's a darkly funny novel about a theater professor suffering chronic pain who's in the process of staging a troubled production of Shakespeare's, like, famous play and suddenly and miraculously recovers while she's, you know, putting that production together. So it sounds very interesting, and it will be, like, my second shot at this author and giving them, like, a second chance. Mm Another one I'm really looking forward to, and I've been waiting like two years for this book, is The Heart Principle by Helen Wong. It is set to release on August 17th. Everybody in the book community that is looking forward to this has had their fingers crossed that this date does not change any longer. This is the third book. It's a romance book. Um... And it follows a character that I really liked in the other books that was just like a side character. So I'm just really looking forward to this one. I hope it doesn't change dates. Um, the next one, I thought this was, the title was funny. It's on the 17th as well. It's called How to Kill Your Best Friend by Lexi Elliott. And it's three friends that have been inseparable since their college swim team days. And now something has gone wrong. Also on the 17th, Velvet Was the Night by Sylvia Moreno-Garcia. Tried one of her books, hoping to try another one and like it a little bit better. This one's 1970s Mexico City. Mm. It's a noir about a daydreaming secretary, a lonesome enforcer, and the mystery of the missing woman that brings them together. A Slow Fire Burning by Paula Hawkins releases on August 31st, as well as My Heart is a Chainsaw by Stephen Graham Jones. Those both release on the 31st of August, and I definitely want to maybe try these out. So those are all of our anticipated releases from May into August. Like I said, we know it's a lot. You probably have book titles and author titles swimming around in your head right now. Check the notes. Jacqueline's going to have a link there that's going to have all of these books listed for you. She makes it super easy to add any of these to your TBR in case we flubbed a name or a title, or you can check if the release dates and stuff like that change. So before we wrap up today's episode, we want to officially announce that our next book discussion will be reading Casey McQuiston's new book, One Last Stop, that releases on June 1st. So pre-order your copy or put it on hold at your library because we'll be reading it and discussing it with you on June 21st. So One Last Stop, it says for cynical th- 
23-year-old August moving to New York City is supposed to prove her right, that things like magic and cinematic love stories don't exist, and the only smart way to go through life is alone. She can't imagine how waiting tables at a 24-hour pancake diner and moving in with too many weird roommates could possibly change that. There's certainly no chance of her subway commute being anything more than a daily trudge through boredom and electrical failures. But then there's this gorgeous girl on the train. Jane, dazzling, charming, and mysterious, impossible Jane. Jane with her rough edges and swoopy hair and soft smile, showing up in a leather jacket to save August's day when she needed it most. August's subway crush becomes the best part of her day, but pretty soon she discovers there's one big problem. Jane doesn't just look like an old school punk rocker, she's literally displaced in time from the 1970s, and August is going to have to use everything she tried to leave in her own past to help her. Maybe it's time to start believing in some things after all. Don't forget to share your love of Talk Bookish to me with your friends. We appreciate your support. For even more delightful content and shenanigans, follow us on Instagram at Talk Bookish Podcast. And until next time, happy reading. <laughs>